0: Welcome, everyone, to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Wynne Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion. For everyone everywhere why because in the core of our being are those higher qualities of love and life pulsating in the heart of our I am presence and since love is life the authority and power we should never cease to be loved to any of God's creation for love is God in action and when we represent that love in thought word and deed we are with the authority and power of God within us our mighty I am presence Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved.
1: Declare, I am master of my world. I am the victorious, intelligence governing it. I send forth into my world this mighty, radiant, intelligent energy of God. I command it to create all perfection, to draw to me the opulence of God made visible in my hands and use. I am no longer the babe of Christ, but the Master Presence grown to full stature, and I speak in command with authority. Thus one may consume the mistakes and imperfection he may have created, and in the authority of the I Am, recreate, immediately, the perfection he desires. Know that it is constantly self-sustained, so long as you do not intrude upon it the discordant activity of your thought and feeling. You are the supreme authority in your world, and all you have to do is say, When you are beset by those conditions, I am the mighty, magic circle of protection about me that is invincible and repels from me every discordant thought and element which seeks to find entrance or intrude itself. I am the perfection of my world, and it is self-sustained. O beloved ones, it is no longer necessary to wonder, waver, and question, I am the authority. Go on, dare, to be and use this authority of God which is expressing in the I am of everything. Why not be fearless? You have been wanting the presence of the Great Ascended Ones, I am the visible presence of those greatly beloved Ascended Masters whom I wish to have appear here to me, and whose assistance I desire. I tell you again, you are the authority in your world, and if your thought is filled with this essence, then no discord will touch it. We are going to take this authority and use it, clear away all discord and declare with no uncertainty, I am the supremacy of man, everywhere I go. I am God in action. God in you is master of all conditions at all times. Say often, I am always the victorious presence of the mighty I am. Feel the mighty current of electronic essence fill your mind and body, erasing instantly all inharmonious activity, and giving you the consciousness of mastery and victory. Command, Divine Presence. pour thy radiance through this mind and body, and see that thy wisdom directs always in every outer activity. The great need today is the healing of the nations and of individuals. As the individual is given assistance through the outpouring of the electronic energy through the mind and body and filling every cell, so in an expanded degree is the nation treated likewise. The nation is a great body of individuals and of nature's creations. We have the same power, being the individualized presence of God. Then we know, I am everywhere present, and when my consciousness takes on this expansion, I know its energy leaps into action everywhere, in the cells of the body of the world as well as in the body of the individual. We must come to know that the active presence of God, all-powerful, is everywhere present, that there is not a single nook nor corner anywhere that the active presence of God is not, that this active presence seizes and binds all human creation and consumes instantly everything of an inharmonious and undesirable nature. Beloved Saint Germain.
0: Isis Unveiled, Chapter
1: 13. Breeders tell us that young animals should not be herded with old ones, and intelligent physicians forbid parents to have young children occupy their own beds. When David was old and feeble his vital forces were recruited by having a young person brought in close contact with him so that he could absorb her strength. The late Empress of Russia, the sister of the present German Emperor, was so feeble the last years of her life that she was seriously advised by her physicians to keep in her bed at night a robust and healthy young peasant girl whoever has read the description given by dr kerner of the seeress of perforst madame hof must well remember her words she repeatedly stated that she supported life merely on the atmosphere of the people surrounding her and their magnetic emanations which were quickened in an extraordinary way by her presence the seeress was very plainly a magnetic vampire who absorbed by drawing to herself the life of those who were strong enough to spare her their vitality in the shape of volatilized blood. Dr. Kerner remarks that these persons were all more or less affected by this forcible loss. With these familiar illustrations of the possibility of a subtle fluid communicated from one individual to another, or to substances which he touches, it becomes less difficult to understand that by a determined concentration of the will an otherwise inert object may become imbued with protective or destructive power according to the purpose directing. A magnetic emanation, unconsciously produced, is sure to be overpowered by any stronger one with which it may come into opposition. But when an intelligent and powerful will directs the blind force and concentrates it upon a given spot, the weaker emanation will often master the stronger. A human will has the same effect on the Akasha. Upon one occasion, we witnessed in Bengal an exhibition of willpower that illustrates a highly interesting phase of the subject. An adept in magic made a few passes over a piece of common tin, the inside of a dish cover, that lay conveniently by, and while regarding it attentively for a few moments, seemed to grasp the imponderable fluid by handfuls and throw it against the surface. When the tin had been exposed to the full glare of light for about six seconds, the bright surface was suddenly covered as with a film. Then patches of a darker hue began coming out on its surface, and when in about three minutes the tin was handed back to us, we found imprinted upon it a picture, or rather a photograph, of the landscape that stretched out before us, faithful as nature itself, and every color perfect. It remained for about 48 hours, and then slowly faded away. This phenomenon is easily explained. The will of the adept condensed upon the tin a film of Akasha which made it for the time being like a sensitized photographic plate. Light did the rest. H. P. Blavatsky Such an exhibition as this of the potency of the will to affect even objective physical results, will prepare the student to comprehend its efficacy in the cure of disease by imparting the desired virtue to inanimate objects which are placed in contact with the patient. When we see such psychologists as Maudsley quoting, without contradiction, the stories of some miraculous cures affected by Svedenborg's father, stories which do not differ from hundreds of other cures by other fanatics, as he calls them, magicians, and natural healers, and without attempting to explain their facts, stooping to laugh at the intensity of their faith, without asking himself whether the secret of that healing of potency were not in the control given by that faith over occult forces, we grieve that there should be so much learning and so little philosophy in our time. Upon our word, we cannot see that the modern chemist is any less a magician than the ancient theurgist or hermetic philosopher, except in this, that the latter, recognizing the duality of nature, had twice as wide a field for experimental research as the chemist. The ancients animated statues, and the Hermetists called into being, out of the elements, the shapes of salamanders, gnomes, undines, and sylphs, which they did not pretend to create, but simply to make visible by holding open the door of nature, so that, under favoring conditions, they might step into view. The chemist brings into contact two elements contained in the atmosphere, and by developing a latent force of affinity, creates a new body, water. In the spheroidal and diaphanous pearls which are born of this union of gases, come the germs of organic life, and in their molecular interstices lurk heat, electricity, and light, just as they do in the human body. Whence comes this life into the drop of water just born of the union of two gases? And what is the water itself? Have the oxygen and hydrogen undergone some transformation which obliterates their qualities simultaneously with the obliteration of their form? Here is the answer of modern science, Whether the oxygen and hydrogen exist as such, in the water, or whether they are produced by some unknown and unconceived transformation of its substance, is a question about which we may speculate, but in regard to which we have no knowledge. Knowing nothing about so simple a matter as the molecular constitution of water, or the deeper problem of the appearance of life within it, would not be well for Mr. Maudsley to exemplify his own principle, and maintain a calm acquiescence in ignorance until light comes? H. P. Blavatsky
0: The I Am Discourses, Volume 14
1: It wouldn't make any difference how much of this world's goods you were required to use, if your presence chose to accomplish some magnificent thing in the outer. It is the authority for the use of everything in manifestation. Therefore, When you ask it to show you what you need to know within the light and the heart flame of the assisting master, then the enfolding radiance of that master's love will show you the light, and give you unmistakably the direction by which you can let the greater mastery of your presence reveal itself through you in outer action. Then you become perfection expressed, because with the radiation of an ascended being, and your presence releasing its direction through you, there is no such thing as an obstruction or delay. You may have anything you want without limit, so long as you understand this and cooperate with it, and to some degree beloved ones, it is a revealing activity of your mighty I Am Presence similar to the cosmic screen upon which the blessed Saint Germain revealed to the children in the cave of symbols that which he wished to do through them, and which he wished them to hold their attention upon until he accomplished their freedom for them. So it is with you when you understand that within the heart flame of your own I Am Presence is the eternal divine pattern and direction and plan for you, every instant the rest of eternity, and that within the light from the heart flame of an assisting master is the love and the conscious enfolding radiance to assist your own I Am Presence to release perfection. Then, as you are aware of what is to be accomplished, the outer self could not make a mistake ever again. Seeing the divine perfection from within and feeling the enfolding protection from the assisting master, the outer self could not be disturbed and would not fail once to cooperate in every way, that these greater powers might act through the outer self at all times in perfect divine order. Then my dear ones, when that becomes a habit within you, there will be no longer mistakes or limitations of the struggle you have experienced in the past. This can become the cosmic screen for you, upon which life places the revealment of its own magnificent glory and its unmistakable direction to you. And the easiest way to feel this at first until you come to the point where you see it is to command the stillness at the solar plexus and relax not with a sense of drowsiness but a sense of balanced ease and peace within the feeling world in that there is no tension in the nerves and when the nerves are relaxed the light from the presence is flowing through the body without interruption And in that light which comes into the body through that ray from the heart of the presence, in that light are the pictures and is the power or pressure you require to bring to the outer self anything that will fulfill the divine plan. And in the unfolding radiance from the love of the assisting master, there comes the atmosphere and light substance from our octave that is your insulation against the discord of the outer world that would interrupt what your presence was trying to accomplish. Now, in this you will have tremendous assistance so far as your health is concerned. When you hold the picture of the light substance from within that ray of light entering into the brain structure, spreading its light through the nerves, going into the spine and sending its light through the nerves again, then sending it to every point of light in every cell of your body, then as that light comes in and expands its pressure, so to speak, through the flesh structure, the assisting master pours the light of his or her love around you, fills your atmosphere with it, you breathe it in, it unites with the light from your presence, and the human creation in between must subside and be consumed. Beloved Aloha Mark Turis If you will just set to work with joyous determination to hold these pictures of perfection within your thought, and then love them with your feeling, seeing and demanding that they be revealed to you in the light from the heart of your mighty I Am Presence, you will find such glory, such power and such serenity, such accuracy coming into your outer activity as will bring you joy for eternity. And in trying to accomplish this, if I were you, I would demand the Ascended Master's concentration and use of all the energy and substance of the Outer Self held forever within the Illumining Love that must produce perfection. When you understand this magnificent power of the Sacred Fire as the Love which Illumines everything by its own perfection, then you will not just feel that the Love to which we refer is some transcendent activity in our world, and unattainable by you until you come into our octave, because that is not the condition of life. Everything that is in our octave we stand ready to flood into your outer views, because the greater perfection of life is always giving of its greater blessing to that which is lesser. And the greater perfection is a magnet that draws the lesser into the greater. Therefore, that is the law of your own existence. It is the law of all life, that everything must become greater and more perfect, as you enter into the great cosmic release of those activities of the sacred fire that are commanded by love alone. There is no part of life in the unascended state that can interfere with the fire of our love. I want you to feel that, I want you to be enfolded in it. And if you hold a picture of my heart's flame enfolding you in my love, as surely as you hold that picture will my love enfold and hold you in the perfection of my octave. And since it is part of my great service to life to consume the veils between the flame in the heart and the flame in the head, then as you enter into the use of the light of my love, you will find those veils becoming thinner, the resistance less. The delay will cease and all of a sudden with the great ease and power of freedom, you will throw aside your limitations as if they had never been. Now this is what takes place my dear ones, in the fulfillment of the great divine plan of our assistance to life. Beloved Aloha Mark Turis.